0: Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before.
1: The title of today's podcast is Beliefs Plus Vision Plus priorities plus habits equals increase. You and I are looking for ways to increase. The parable of the talents in Matthew 25 one was given five talents, another two, and another one. The five and the two talent people increased what they had. The one who had one hid. Uh, his talent out of fear, out of bad identity beliefs, out of bad God beliefs, and it didn't work out well for him. So it's it's unnatural not to increase. So today I'm just going to talk about four keys, four steps. And, you know, if we go to habits and we think about habits, okay, we all want good habits because our lives are so dependent on what we do on a regular basis or what we don't do on a regular basis. And good habits come from good priorities. Good priorities come from vision, having a good vision. And having a good vision comes from good beliefs. So let's start with the beliefs piece. Now, I'll say this again. What we believe is more important than what we do. What we do is important, but it's not as important is what we believe. The question of the hour for you and me is not, Lord, what should I do? The question of the hour is, Lord, what should I believe? What should I renew my mind with? Because God is always going to have us believe things higher than what we're feeling and experiencing. It's called faith. I used to only renew my mind with my feelings and my past my past experience, and then there was a repetition of that. And so as we we talk about increasing our talents, we talk about uh, finding our life purpose, as we talk about making a difference in life, it starts with beliefs. And as we go on that journey, then we find out, okay, what are the self-limiting beliefs that I have? And so many of those self-limiting beliefs are in our identity. We can't consistently do what we don't believe we are. I needed to say I wrote books before I wrote books, to say I was an author before I wrote books. And so as we think about growth and moving forward, it's the beliefs that are so important. And one of our main tenant, so to speak, of igniting hope is that um, every area of my life that doesn't glisten with hope means that I'm believing a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil in my life. So any belief that has, doesn't have hope attached to it is under the influence of a lie. This is a beginning point of evaluating, okay, what am I believing? Am I believing truth? Am I believing lies? The hope uh, indicator is so important. And then developing key beliefs. I have on our website 25 beliefs for influencers and leaders. This is on ignitinghope.com. And these are beliefs that we intentionally say, yeah, okay, I am going to believe this. I'm going to go on a journey of moving each one of these deeper into my belief systems. The first one on the list is adaptability. I will thrive no matter what happens. That belief is so powerful to have. Or there is always a solution. Or even if the worst happens, I will be okay. Because the renewing of the mind isn't by osmosis, it's by saying, I'm not believing that anymore, I'm believing this. When we wake up in the morning, the the question of the hour is not how do I feel? The question is what am I going to believe today? So that's number one. Number two is we have a vision for our lives. We have a purpose. We have something that causes us to get up in the morning. Now, wherever there's a lack of hope, there's a lack of vision. Wherever there's great hope, there's great vision. I remember the the story of a town that was going to be covered by a reservoir. They were building a dam, and once they found out that the town did not have a future, all improvements stopped. Because there was no future, there's no vision for something better. Now, hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Hope and vision are linked. Philippians 3.13, Paul made this astounding statement. He said, but one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead reaching forward to those he had those things he had purpose he believed god had something great for him to do so as we think about our lives and we think about hope and we think about the definition of hope that i've just shared that it's the belief that the future will be better than the present and we have the power to help make it so that general vision causes us to get up in the morning with energy and with purpose, if we don't believe that, the Bible says without a vision that people perish, then we begin to die on the inside. We begin to move into survivalism. We begin to lack energy for our lives. But then we get our, our vision more specific. Nehemiah, he had a vision to fix the problem of the walls being broken down in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. He said, that's my purpose. That's my purpose in this season. I'm a builder. I'm a repairer. And that caused provision to come to him. Now, all of us have something in us, a unique ability to advance the kingdom and to fix problems, so to speak. What makes you cry? What makes you mad? What makes you say, why doesn't the church talk about that more? Why aren't more people doing something about it? Well, almost always that's an indicator of an area of vision for your life, purpose, something that you are going to fix. Vision for the future, Chris Valentin says, gives pain a purpose. I say vision for the future gives power and purpose for the present. Athletes who want to win a gold medal, they have a vision for that, and it causes them to do things that others wouldn't do because they see they have a goal that they're reaching for. So we got beliefs, we have vision, and then we have priorities. Now, once we get a vision, then that's going to help us get our priorities. Now, in general, I believe good priorities is, is God taking care of ourselves, family, <clears> than <throat> then, then our assignments of what to do, who, who to connect with at a greater level. And it's very important to get our priorities Right. Because if we don't have our priorities right, we're certainly not going to get our habits right. But good priorities come out of good beliefs and good vision. As we think about getting priorities right, we we see in Matthew 6.33, it says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. There, There's a... Kingdom mindset, putting God first. But then I said, put ourselves second. Because if I'm not strong, I can't help anybody else. The frequently told example of the oxygen masks falling in an airplane. When the cabin loses pressure, they always say, put the mask on yourself first and then help others put their mask on. The basic premise is is that if we're we're dying, uh, we're not doing what we need to do to be strong, then we're not going to be able to help others. And so then family. I remember as a young minister, when I'd walk through the doors of my house, the Lord said, Steve, now your true ministry, your most important ministry begins. So as we expand our priorities, we can't do everything. We can't solve every problem. We can't give to every need. We can't pray for every situation. We begin to narrow our lives down. We begin to fill our calendars with the priorities that are important. Successful people live in the time quadrant of important and non-urgent. There's four time quadrants. There's the important and urgent. There's the important and non-urgent. There's the urgent and non-important. And then there's the non-urgent and non-important. People who don't increase their talents will find themselves in the urgent and not important time quadrant most of the time. But as we begin to identify what my priorities are for time, for God time, my time getting me strong, family time, and then our assignments, our jobs, what the things that we we do and the the relationships that are to be prioritized, then we fill our calendars with those things. And then lastly, habits. Habits. And I'm saying all this because if we don't have great beliefs, if we don't have vision, if we don't have right priorities, and then we're trying to work on our habits, then we're most likely going to just be trying to do things to prevent bad from happening or maybe to be a good Christian or to whatever. It's not the purpose for good habits will not be high enough without considering the things that I've shared here before talking about habits. Now, one verse that, that hits me is Romans 13, 14. It says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Now, this verse tells us put on something. Be forward-moving in something. Don't just try to stop uh, the what it refers to as the flesh to fulfill the lust. Again, so the, the, this is vision, and we, we talk about habits. We talk about, you know, the book Atomic Habits has been something that a lot of people are talking about now. Many of you uh, speak on that, and you help people get good habits, good habits in their beliefs, good habits in their taking care of their bodies, good habits in family relationships. It, it is in the development of these things that where we begin to do them and we consistently do them for a period of time and then they become more of an automatic thing in, in, in our lives. And so I, I'm interested in, in little habits that make a difference. I'm interested in what are those? And, and certainly for me, writing every day is, is important. Encouraging people every day uh, is important. Expressing love to my wife is important. Saying I love you and, and just even be able to identify the little ones that are important because I believe it's not so much for us, the big things that we're not doing, but often it's the little, the little things. And for me, I'm, I know there's things that I need to do, but I struggle to do them. (laughs) And I mean, and so I get people in my life if I believe there's something I'm to grow in if there's something I'm to change whether it's exercise eating uh, relationally being more courageous in my life uh, God times what whatever it is then and I, I struggle then I get somebody in my life I have my one of my personal assistants I give three dollars for. Days that I don't do certain things, or things that, or weeks that I don't, weeks that I don't walk 50,000 steps, I, I give her $3 for that. Or if I'm eating after a certain hour of the night, I, I give her $3. Now, these are our habits, or if I don't encourage somebody uh, that day, by telling them three specific things that I appreciate. I, I give $3 and pretty much every week I'm giving her money. <laughs> and, and I'm not discouraged because those who succeed most also seem to fail most. So it's, it's a constant, okay, these are the things. Uh, never stop starting with your habits. And so today, we're just talking about increase. We're talking about increasing our talents. Another way of saying this whole thing about beliefs, vision, priorities, and habits equals success. We all want to be successful. None of us want to have manifest failing in our life, and we all have certain degrees of that and maybe seasons where we seem like a failure, but we're not. And I believe this message today, we primarily get our beliefs right. Number two, we, we stoke the vision, the possibilities. Because listen, if God wanted us to think small, he did a bad job in telling us so. Romans 12, two, takes all limits off of our lives because there's no limit to how much I can renew my mind. So there's no limit to how much I can be transformed. There's no limit on your life, so that fuels vision. Then we get our priorities. Okay, what am I called to do and what am I called not to do? My book, Fully Convinced, The Art of Decision-Making, goes deeply into that to help us focus, to help us break off doubt and double-mindedness, to help us attach faith to who we are and what we're doing. And then lastly, we develop the habits the daily habits, the weekly habits, the monthly habits, the yearly habits. And, and those are going to be catalytic. Well, wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We're we're glad for those of you who are watching this on our Igniting Hope YouTube channel. We love having uh, people there and if you're unaware of that, you can go to Igniting Hope YouTube and watch the podcast, or you can watch other videos that will encourage you and ignite your hope. And just remember, there's, we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. I believe that our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives and joy merry heart is good like medicine. It's one of the keys for health and Longevity. And you know, I say this almost every time, pretty much for everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) I've never found a, a convenient time to walk in radical joy. There's always a reason why it should be delayed. And I believe that you are getting breakthrough. I wrote a book called, just very recently, called Igniting Joy in 40 Days. If you want something, to catalyze your joy. <clears throat> that's that's a good one. And Amazon is also in Kindle ebook form as well. We just finished our Abounding Hope and Joy conference. Some of you who are listening were a part of that. Thank you so much. What a great two-day event we did here in Redding, California. We'll we're planning on doing it again at the end of April most likely next year, 2024. So, if you're thinking about coming and being a part of something that we're doing, just kind of put that in your uh, your calendar. We'll confirm the dates with you through our newsletter that you can sign up for at ignitinghope.com. And just a couple uh, travel announcements: I'm going to be in Concord, California, this weekend in May. My wife Wendy is in. Ontario, Canada, this weekend. And if you're listening to this after uh, the weekend on, what is it, May 6th and 7th, then here's some other options for you. I'm going to be near Buffalo, New York in May. I'm going to be in Las Cruces, New Mexico in the beginning of June. I'm going to be in the Netherlands in June as well. Uh, Taiwan in August. San Francisco in August. By the way, just maybe some of these places I travel to or Wendy is at, you could travel to that location if you want just more and more. You can find out where we're going to be on ignitinghope.com on our itinerary there. Hey, before I close, we are going to do the five-second prayer. Five-second prayer. So many of you have said you encourage me in that and Thank you so much. We feel your prayers, and I'm just doing this because I'm modeling the power of short prayers. We hear all kinds of needs and situations, and we hear, and, and often we're tempted to feel powerless, to believe we're powerless. Now, this, this is powerful. It's better to attach five seconds of prayer than to pray 30 minutes without attaching faith. So why don't you pray for igniting hope for Wendy and I, our travel times We're strategizing this summer about an academy of leadership for the future. Pray about that. Uh, Or just whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Let's pray five seconds. Amen, amen. Just thank the Lord right now. Thank him. If you can, thank him out loud for what just happened through your prayers. We appreciate it so much. Just want to remind you, too, that we have Igniting Hope certified belief trainers. If you want to have an online online sessions with one of our belief trainers to help you break off lies and believe truth, you can find that at ignitinghope.com as well. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them? Thank you so much for your support and your prayers for us. I look forward to being with you again in the future.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this igniting hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, We have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast, I receive it and I'll never be the same again.